Welcome to Your Lot and Parcel Podcast with your host, Benjamin Diaz, designed strictly for you, the consumer. You will find that this platform has your best interests at heart. Welcome to the show. This is Benjamin Diaz, your host. In this episode, we're having a conversation about the home equity conversion mortgage. And by the way, this program was created in 1988 to help older Americans to supplement their income after retirement by tapping into their home equity without having to move out. If you or your parents are 62 or older and have established some home equity, you may qualify for this program. And you can use it for just about anything. Some have used it to pay off existing liabilities, have a dream vacation, home renovations is another, or even to pay off their existing mortgage. Today, we're spending time with the Senior Director of Housing for Money Management International. Therefore, allow me to introduce her to you, Jackie Boyce. Hello, Jackie. Thank you for being on our show here this afternoon. I appreciate you taking time from your busy schedule and this evening, of course, uh, this afternoon, we're talking about uh, reverse mortgages. But first of all, um, can you introduce your organization to us and to our listenership and and, and uh, so forth? Hi, Benjamin. Thank you for having us on today. Yes. Sure. So Money, Money, Money Management International is one of the largest credit counseling and housing counseling agencies in the U.S. Um, we've been providing counseling services to consumers since 1958. Mm. So we have history in doing this. In addition to that, we ensure quality. If you select MMI as your counseling provider, you'll get an agency who's a member of the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, members of the Consumer Federation of America, mm. and the National Counseling of Higher Education Resources. We're incredibly proud that we are accredited by the prestigious Council on Accreditation of Services for Family and Children. Um, it's a process that we work through every five years and every point of our organization gets a review as we go through that accreditation process. Mm -hmm. Very impressive. Um, we have an incredible knowledge base. Um, the average tenure of our housing team is 14 years. So if you speak with a housing counselor, you're going to get a knowledgeable person who can help you assess your financial situation and work through your problems. There you go. I like um, that. We're accessible. You can get to someone at MMI pretty much 24-7, online, on the phone, and in some markets in person. Mm. And, of course, we're nonprofit. And if you're going to see counseling services, we strongly suggest that you work with a nonprofit. Um, so that you get the services that you need at a fair or free price. There you go. Good. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate those, uh, your thoughts on that. And uh, now as far as reverse mortgages, uh, what is it and how does it work? Could you speak to that, please? So a reverse mortgage is a loan product, and it's a, a loan against the equity in your home, and it's unique in that you don't pay mortgage payments. So as a senior, you might be eligible to make a reverse mortgage, receive a certain amount of the proceeds of the value of your home, and never pay that mortgage back. The mortgage ultimately is satisfied 
by the value of your home after you pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, there are requirements to obtaining a reverse mortgage. So you have to be a senior, 62 years or older. You have to own a home that is without a mortgage or a very small mortgage. Um, and then, of course, you need to fully understand the reverse mortgage, have a reputable lender, and actually go through a counseling process and obtain a certificate before you can obtain a reverse mortgage. There you go. Very good. I, does the, uh, the homeowner, what are, are his responsibilities? I mean, this is not based on credit, I'm sure. It's based on equity uh, in its entirety. Is, is that how that works, um, Jackie? The most important parts uh, of the reverse, reverse mortgage are the amount of equity in the home, okay. the age of the senior who's a, asking for the loan, but there is a financial component as well. Mm-hmm. The individual has to show their financial ability to continue to maintain their home and pay their property taxes and homeowner's insurance. So once you've made a, a reverse mortgage, those are your ongoing responsibilities, just as you would as a homeowner. You, you have to make repairs and keep up your home. Mm-hmm. You have to pay your property taxes and you have to maintain homeowner's insurance. And that will continue throughout the life of your reverse mortgage. Okay, very good. I, I, um, <clears throat> how much do you get uh, for a reverse mortgage since it's based on equity? Is there a rule of thumb that you use for that? There is a rule of thumb. It's about 65% of the value of your home. So if you owned a home that was worth $100,000, you could expect to get about $65,000 in loan proceeds. Now that does vary. Um, It varies by the age of the consumer. So the older the senior is, the more money they're going to get. Okay, very good. So 62 is the um, the age, uh, the minimum age. Uh, I understand also, I mean, if that 62-year-old is married to one that is not quite 62, um, they're not uh, obligated to sell if that 62-year-old ultimately expires. Is that, is that how that works? Um, so the provision you're talking about is the non-borrowing spouse. So when a senior wants to make a a reverse mortgage and they have a spouse who's younger than 62 years of age, you have to make special provisions. And so in that, that person could be, there are a number of ways that it can be handled. That person might be taken off the deed. However, they still have to go through the process. They still have to participate in the reverse mortgage, although Mm -hmm. their name would not be on the loan. And there are special um, um, processes that you go through to ensure that that non-borrowing spouse is covered in the mm-hmm. event that the borrower passes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is a process. Um, every person does not qualify. And so it's incredibly important early in the reverse mortgage process, if you have a spouse younger than 62, that you understand the non-borrowing process that you work with a lender who talks you through that and helps you fully understand your responsibilities and how your non-borrowing spouse might be affected by this loan. And then that you fully cover that conversation with your counselor when you go through reverse mortgage counseling session. Um, We'll spend a significant amount of time talking about that, ensuring that all parties fully understand 
how you're going to come out, uh, you know, in the event that the borrower passes away before the non-borrowing spouse. There you go. All right. Thank you for that clarification. You know, uh, since interest accrues uh, every month on this uh, reverse mortgage, um, of course, the balance eventually that is so will uh, exceed the value. What what happens then, Jackie? So the reverse mortgage has a provision called the non-recourse, okay. and it means that the consumer the heirs to the property will never have to pay more than the value of the of the home. So it is possible that over a period of time with interest that the loan will grow to be more than the value of the home. Now, the lender doesn't set out for it to be that way, of course. Mm -hmm. That's why at the beginning, you're not going to get, you know, 80% or 100% of the value of your home. Right. There is a formula that's based on your age that hopes you know, that it comes out about even and that, that it doesn't far exceed the value of your home. But if something were to happen and your house didn't appreciate, um, you know, and it does fluctuate as interest rates go up and down, there right. is the possibility that the loan is going to exceed the value of the home. The heirs don't have to pay any more than the value of the home um, or 95% of the loan. So um, it's, everybody's protected. Yeah. when you're making the HECM loan that's secured by the government um, so that you don't end up with with your family holding the bag for uh, a loan that far, far exceeds the value of your home. Mm -hmm. Very good. So if it does exceed, I mean, the, the, the homeowner is not, um, would you say, um, prompted or uh, to sell if it does exceed the, the value because yeah, the markets you know i've been in the business no. probably 40 years you know no, so it's a roller coaster you know? right if you're the homeowner and you've lived a really nice long life and mm -hmm. um you know it's just worked out that way that the the total on the loan is exceeding the value of your home now you'll never be asked to pay it back mm -hmm. um, and when you do pass away then the lender is going to work with your heirs to sell the home and if conversely if the house is appreciated mm -hmm. and you owe less than the value of your home your heirs will even recoup the money the difference all they're going to the lender is going to recoup is is the amount of the loan so if there is uh, money to be made that money will go to your heirs and if anywhere in the course of the loan it exceeds the value of your home and you're still living as the borrower you will not be asked to pay that money back the only time um, a senior might who is still living might be asked to pay the money back or when the loan comes due and payable is if they fail to hold up their end of the deal mm -hmm. and so as the homeowner and the borrower the things I mentioned before maintaining your property taxes, right. maintaining the home, and your homeowner's insurance. Of course, those are things that you have to continue to do. And if you were to fail to do any of those things, then the lender could um, bring the loan due and payable. You're also committed to this being your primary residence. So if you fail to remain in the home for 12 consecutive months, then the lender could also make the loan due and payable. We are visiting with Jackie Boys, the Senior Director of Housing for Money Management International, 
and she's explaining how the reverse mortgage works. Very good. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, could you? Uh, would you have um, uh, an experience or an anecdote that you might want to relate to us? Uh, I'm sure, there's plenty as to as how someone has benefited from a reverse mortgage. We've been providing this counseling for many, many years, and we certainly hear every month the great success stories of seniors who've received counseling from us and obtained the reverse mortgage and received the help that they need. And, and they do vary from case to case. You know, the truth is, is that most seniors are not getting this money for fun and games. They're not traveling the world, um, you know, on these loan proceeds. Most of them are obtaining this money to improve their current standard of living. In today's world with COVID, we've seen a few unusual circumstances where the senior previously worked and lost their job um, mm. during COVID, and they're obtaining the reverse mortgage to supplement their monthly income and continue to maintain their lifestyle. Additionally, it's very common for seniors to use reverse mortgage proceeds to remain in their home. That was one of the original concepts of the reverse mortgages. Hey, you can get this money, pay for your caregivers or whatever needs to happen and, and stay in your home instead of moving to some other form of living. But now with COVID, we're seeing more and more seniors who really want to remain in their home, not move to assisted living or nursing homes. And mm -hmm. so even more than previously, we're seeing seniors use this money simply to either make improvements so that they can stay in their home or hire caregivers to help them remain in their home. Yeah. It's a good program, I think. It really is, actually. Yeah. Um, it is a government-insured loan, I understand. Uh, and uh, so it's, um, it's a good deal, pretty good deal. Um, the Heckam loan um, is government-insured. Yes. Um, so we, we strongly recommend Heckam loans. There are other kinds of reverse mortgage loans as well, um, and most of them have some sort of insurance um, attachment to them. So you want to make sure that if you're a senior looking at reverse mortgages, that you are either getting the HECM, which is, which is a home equity conversion mortgage secured by the government, or a reverse mortgage that definitely has the insurance um, attachments to it. Very good. Of course, every, everyone is a little different as far as their financial um, situation. But So who can we consult to determine whether it's a good fit or not, Jackie? So we always recommend that a senior go out and find themselves a HUD-approved lender. Mm -hmm. And so at HUD.gov, you can simply search there for a HUD-approved lender, and you will come up with a, a list of lenders in your zip code or in your state depending on the size of your area. Um, and then once you've attained, obtained a lender and had a conversation with that lender, the lender is going to send you information to read and then let you know that you're gonna need to get counseling very, very early in the process. Um, it's a real um, detailed process for the lender. They can't actually complete a full application on a senior until they have obtained counseling as part of that counseling session, obtain the certificate that confirms that counseling has been completed, and then they can move forward with the application. 
Yes. Very good. I um, <clears throat> this reverse mortgage here. I um, I, to me, I'm intrigued by it. To be quite frank with you, it's it's. Uh, of course, it's a refinance or to augment to augment your 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 income for those senior citizens. So my question to you, Jackie, is it possible to purchase a home with a reverse mortgage? Yes, it is possible to purchase a home. Um, it can be used to buy a new home, and when you enter into a, a contract, make a down payment, um, then you work through a reverse mortgage to pay the difference. And um, we've certainly counseled with plenty of seniors over the years who've, who've found that um, a heckin' for purchase works great for them. A lot of times it's a case of, of you owning a home and wanting to downsize a home as well. So they're able to roll that into one transaction where they reduce the size of their home, purchase a new smaller home in the same um, process. Yes, very good. I, uh, since it is a, an insured uh, government loan, it um, um, you can purchase. I understand from one to four units, and and to me that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, you rent out the other three units and live in one. So long it's it's owner occupied. Of course, uh, you'd have to look yep, into your tax situation and all that, you know. But uh, wow, okay, sounds good to me, Jackie. So if a reverse, reverse mortgage is uh, decided, uh, how do you find a highly rated uh, lender in the area? You mentioned HUD. Um, I guess that would be the, the idea, I guess, uh, to, to, to look for. Uh, HUD.gov mm -hmm. HUD is a great place to look for a lender. You know, you might start with your own um, lender if you have a, uh, an existing mortgage, a small mortgage left, or yes. previously had a mortgage, or whoever you do your banking with. Um, if you have a trusted uh, banking advisor there, you might talk to them about reverse mortgages and yeah. and who um, who they recommend or if they provide them themselves. There you go. Otherwise, HUD.gov is a great place to make sure that you have a HUD-approved lender. Absolutely. So, yeah, do, uh, do your homework and uh, ask uh, friends or relatives, you know, that's been through the process and... I think it's a good deal. So how does um, <clears throat> this reverse mortgage counseling session, uh, is that an extensive uh, session uh, for us to know? Yes. So the counseling session can last from one to two hours. It okay. is a bit of a process. So I would like to prepare people for, uh, for it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a two-step process. The senior calls in to request a counseling session and we set up a, an appointment and and then we send out some documentation that the senior needs to read and um, be familiar with before the counseling session and then in the counseling session we go over those things that are specific to the senior um, we get their personal information their financial information and then talk to them about the loan itself we'll run loan tables as well as um, the ones they got from their lender and make a comparison so a, lender, a borrower going through a counseling session um, knows pretty well what they're going to get in loan proceeds, what their requirements are. A borrower going through a reverse mortgage will leave a counseling session with a certificate that says they've completed counseling, but will spend time in that counseling <laughs> session making sure that they fully understand the loan the money that they're likely to receive as proceeds, the cost of the loan, um, and that they're working with a, a HUD-approved lender, 
and then they'll take that certificate and go out to their lender and um, go ahead and move forward with the loan. Very good. All right. I, um, so how can our uh, listenership reach out to your organization and uh, so they can uh, start the process if it, if it is a good fit, Jackie? You can find more information about reverse mortgages on our website mm -hmm. at www.moneymanagement.org or call us at 866-889-9347. There you go. Good. Appreciate that. I think it's a good program. <clears throat> and, uh, and, uh, and and by the way, I want to thank you again for spending some time with us. And, and incidentally, too, I'm, I'm, I was glad to hear you did well in that hurricane incident we just had there uh, in Louisiana. You're in northern Louisiana, am I correct? Northern? I am. I am. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah, for your I, concern. We appreciate no, it. No, um, no. So I'm glad you, you was able to fare well and safely uh, through that. But again, a thank you. And uh, you keep up the good work, Jackie, and we'll, uh, maybe we'll meet again. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, listeners, if you have a specific topic you want to discuss that is germane to the real estate industry, drop me a note at yourlotandparcel.com. And now, if you will excuse me. This program has been produced by Isaac Diaz with music by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in this podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. For more information, please visit the website yourlotandparcel.com.